0: Well, good morning. It is Wednesday, September six, two thousand twenty three. Wednesday, September six, two thousand twenty three. Slava Ukraine, heroium Slava. PVTV, Political Views TV podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Tell your friends to Google those four words, Political Views TV podcast, and I'll show up right at the top of the search. Man, do I appreciate you. Have I said that to you today? I just want to make sure you understand. Uh, if you can, please bring someone uh, along with you today or tomorrow. That would be awesome. It's hump day. Uh, Tweet to me. Questions or insights or fight with me. At Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S on formerly known as Twitter. I guess you're not tweeting to me anymore. You're posting to me. They need to have something else. That's really boring. I mean, the, the thing that made Twitter a little bit more fun is you're tweeting. You're not posting like everyone else, right? Anyway, uh, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken. Uh, we're starting with uh, Ukraine as we usually do. Uh, Blinken made a surprise visit to Kiev yesterday. Actually, uh, today they—they they are ten hours ahead of us. Uh, Blinken is expected to announce more than one billion in new American funding in a display of Washington's unflagging support for Kiev's fight. Blinken also aimed to assess. Ukraine's three month old counteroffensive and signal continued U.S. backing as some Western allies express worries about Kyiv's slow progress in driving out Russian forces. Uh, and of course, Republicans will use slow results to defund Ukraine, not defend it. Uh, Blinken said, <clears throat> We want to make sure that Ukraine has what it needs not only to succeed in the counteroffensive, but has what it needs for the long term to make sure that it has a strong deterrent. We're also determined to continue to work with our partners as they build and rebuild a strong economy, a strong democracy. Uh, $1 billion in funding, that brings, it, uh, brings what we've given them to $43 billion, which is about only 5% of uh, what we spend on defense. Uh, uh Uh-oh. It seems Ukraine was correct. Romanian Defense Minister uh, Angel Tivyar said uh, today, uh, debris from a Russian drone fell on NATO country Romania after the Kremlin blitzed a Ukrainian port on the Danube River. Remember, we said we'd learn more. Yes, Tivyar said... We covered a very large area, including the area about which there were discussions in the public space, and I confirm that pieces were found that could be a drone. Russia has been bombarding Ukrainian ports on the banks of the Danube since President Vladimir Putin pulled out of the Black Sea grain deal with missiles and killer drones frequently landing near Romania. Uh, Last November, NATO held crisis talks after a missile landed in Poland, Although U.S. President Joe Biden later said it was unlikely to have been fired from Russia. It was probably a defense missile uh, from Ukraine. Uh, and it, it did kill somebody. Still Russia's Russia's fault because it wouldn't have been fired if Russia wasn't in there. Uh, Russia has some explaining to do. And this could trigger an Article 5, which would be a confirmed attack on a NATO country. In which ca- uh, uh, case, uh, NATO could go in to Russia, or at least into Ukraine, but probably also Russia. Uh, uh, Russia does have some explaining to do. I doubt it will come to that uh, because it was pieces of uh, uh, of a drone that was shot down. So you can't say where it was shot down when it landed there, right? Anyway. Uh, tomorrow, a U.S. congressional delegation will meet with the top prosecutor of the International Criminal Court in The Hague to discuss allegations of war crimes against Putin. Uh, led by Representative Michael McCall, the Republican chairman of the House of Representatives Foreign Affairs Committee, uh, will talk with the I- ICC chief uh, prosecutor, Karim Khan. McCall noted 30,000 children have been taken away from their families and indoctrinated in Russia. That is a war crime, by the way. It's ethnic cleansing. he said Washington was looking at how it could uh, could help the Hague gather more and collect more evidence and intelligence to prove the case against Putin. And this is, of course, all very weird because the U.S. is not a member of the ICC court, along with major powers like, you know, China and Russia. They also don't belong to it, so they can commit all the war crimes they want the court will still be happy to try them. It is a world court. Uh, They'd also be happy to try uh, Bush and Cheney. Dick Cheney, not Liz. Uh, Zelensky welcomes the Danish prime minister to Kiev and thanks Denmark for providing military aid to Ukraine, especially F-16s. On formerly known as Twitter, Zelensky wrote, Welcome to Kiev, dear prime minister, Met uh, Frederickson, I am grateful for Denmark's military aid, notably the F 16s. We're getting closer to seeing them in the Ukrainian sky. I am grateful for Danish uh, mine clearance assistance and look forward to producing Danish equipment in Ukraine. Denmark and Danish companies are invited to our Defense Industries Forum. I am especially grateful for Danish participation in recovery, including in the Mykolaiv region. Every step Ukraine and Denmark take together strengthens our nations and the entire free world. Uh, Wagner, the Russian mercenary group, uh, no longer led by Yevgeny Prigozhin, I have no idea who leads it since he's dead, uh, is set to be prescribed as a terrorist group by the UK government meaning it will be illegal to be a member or support the organization. A draft order to be laid in Parliament will allow its assets to be categorized as uh, terrorist property and seized. The Home Secretary, Suela Braverman and Wagner, said Wagner was violent and destructive, a military tool of Vladimir Putin's Russia, adding Wagner's continuing destabilizing activities only continue to serve the Kremlin's political goals. They are terrorists, plain and simple, and this prescription order makes that clear in UK law. There could be a problem with this, though. The Kremlin has said that Wagner Mercenary Group did not legally Uh, exist after being asked to comment on British' decision to designate it a terrorist organization. Kremlin spokespuppet Dmitry Pesky-Peskov told reporters, there's nothing to comment on. Perhaps one can add only that, legally speaking, there is no such group. Okay, think about it. I'm guessing the Russian army absorbed uh, them. Uh, Even though Wagner still operates around the world, is it part of the Russian government now? Around the world, and if the seizures happen of the weapons, does Russia have something to say about it? Because it's their weapons. Interesting, what we're getting into here. Could that uh, constitute war if the uh, if um, they they take Russian weapons from what used to be a Wagner group? Hmm. Okay, we will see. Uh, Thailand citizens are complaining about Russian so-called tourism, though it's not really tourism. A huge influx of Russians in Phuket is—it's uh, 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 pronounced Phuket, I believe. A lot of people pronounce it something else. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Russians in Phuket is producing a backlash from locals amid complaints of a booming Russian. Only economy that covers everything from hair salons to taxi firms. According to authorities, more than 400,000 Russians arrived on the, uh, the Thai Taurus Island between January and July this year, double the number of visitors before Russia's war against Ukraine. Many have secured a long uh, long stay visas, buying properties and establishing businesses to escape economic turmoil and the possibility of being conscripted following Putin's full-scale invasion of Ukraine. Russian, Russian-only russian businesses have sprung up, often run through Russian language apps and staffed by people working illegally. There have also been reports of Russian sex workers operating along the nightlife epicenter of Bangla Road, mainly for Russian clientele. Amid growing discontent, Fouquet's police force last month announced the arrest of a number of illegal workers, some of whom had been pointed out by angry locals. Uh, Many more uh, get arrested nonstop. Uh, In the future, I'm thinking the government may have to step in. Uh, And I'm wondering, once these people arrested are sent back to Russia, they shall be conscripted, I would guess, after they pay fines. According to the Russian-installed head of the Donetsk region, two people were injured following Ukrainian shelling. On Telegram, Alexei Kulunzin wrote, a woman born in 1957 was injured as a result of the shelling of uh, Kulbyshev district on Kemlevsky Avenue. She was taken to a medical facility. He added, another woman was injured during shelling in the town of Staromikalka. Sorry, I'm trying. Uh, a Russian official has said that Moscow forces have abandoned the Ukrainian village of Orbatny uh, a, a week after Ukraine announced its recapture. Yevgeny Bolitsky, the top moscow installed official in Zaporizhia re- region, said in a television inter- interview that the Russian army had withdrawn for what he called tactical reasons. Tactical, like you're losing and it's a tactic you don't want to lose. A uh, News outlet RBC quoted him as saying, The Russian army abandoned, tactically abandoned this settlement because staying on a bare surface when there is no way to completely dig in doesn't generally make sense. Therefore, the Russian army moved off into the hills. At least 16 people have been killed and several others wounded in the city of Kostyantinivka in eastern Ukraine. Uh, Zelensky confirmed the death toll and wrote on Telegram, The audacity of the evil, the brazenness of wickedness, utter inhumanity. At this moment, the attack by Russian terrorists has killed 16 people. A regular market, shops, a pharmacy, people who did nothing wrong. Many wounded. Unfortunately, the number of casualties and injuries may rise. My condolences to all who have lost loved ones. The Russian... Evil must be defeated as soon as possible. First Lady Olena Zelenska uh, condemned the attack in Kostyanivka that left 16 people dead and injured dozens of others. On formerly known as Twitter, Zelenska wrote, Horrific cruelty, Russians attacking local market in Kostyanivka, Donetsk region. We already know about 16 dead and 31 wounded deepest condolences to the loved ones of the victims. Each attack on Ukraine is an attack on all of us. We have to be strong and stand up against all odds. And honestly, okay, I saw a video of the missile strike. People were just walking around and then suddenly they were basically vaporized. That's what happened. It was horrific uh, and very disturbing. Uh, if you can watch the video, uh, uh, where did I see it? I think uh, I saw it on Al Jazeera. It was like a security camera video from a store, and the missile struck, and and it just engulfed the flames, engulfed people immediately, and they all they all died immediately. Uh, one person was killed in a Russian drone attack on a port district in Ukraine's southwestern Odessa region. Uh, regional Governor Oleg Keeper said on Telegram the nighttime attacks on Odessa's Ishmael district lasted three hours. Uh, Keeper said, unfortunately, one person died, adding that it was an agricultural worker who had been seriously injured and died in the hospital. Ukrainian air defense said uh, it shot down a barrage of muscle, uh, Russian missiles fired at targets in the capital of Kyiv. Now that I have your attention, let's move on to the rest of the world. Let's try and fix the rest of the world. <clears throat> so didn't we say it yesterday? It would be more than 20 years. I, I know I was thinking it. Not sure if I my mouth op- opened up and said it. I think I said it. I think I said that former Proud Boys leader Enrico Terrio would get more than 20 years, and he was sentenced yesterday to 20... 20- 22 years in prison for orchestrating a failed plot to keep Donald Trump in power after the Republican lost the 2020 election. Uh, capping the case with the stiffest punishment that has been handed down yet for the U.S. Capitol uh, insurrection, Tario, 39, pleaded for leniency, but the judge saw through it all. Tario said, I am not a political zealot. Inflicting harm or changing the results of the election was not my goal. Tarrio said, please show me mercy. Adding, I ask you that you not take my 40s away from me. Well, the judge didn't just take his 40s away. He took away his 40s and 50s. Tarrio is 39. Uh, 22 years means he'll be out at, what is it? 53? Uh, U.S. District Judge. Timothy Kelly, who was appointed to the bench by Trump, uh, I'm sorry, not 53, 63, right? 22, uh, 61, 22 years, 61. Um, uh, uh, Tarrio, uh, I'm sorry, U.S. District Judge Timothy, uh, Timothy Kelly, who was appointed to the bench by Trump, said Tario was motivated by revolutionary zeal, to lead the conspiracy that resulted in 200 men amped up for battle encircling the capital, noting that Tario had not previously shown any remorse publicly for his crimes, the judge said a stiff punishment was necessary to deter future political violence. The judge repeated, "It can happen again. It, uh, it can't. Rather, it can't happen again. It can't happen again." Uh, he is the final. Proud Boys leader convicted of seditious conspiracy to receive his punishment. Three fellow pride, Proud Boys uh, found guilty by a Washington jury of the rarely used sedition charge were sentenced to prison terms ranging from 15 to 18 years. Uh, he got the most of all of them. Uh, today, televised appearances in Georgia in the uh, Trump 2020 election case began uh, most waived their rights to appear, but two cases' arguments are being uh, heard today. The judge will consider motions from two defendants, uh, Kenneth uh, Chesabro and Sidney Powell, uh, 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 to separate or sever their cases from the other co-defendants in hopes of getting a faster trial. Uh, I watched the first part of it uh, 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 that was happening, and their argument was basically... Uh, They have nothing to to do with uh, most of anything, and uh, uh, that all those charges for everyone else will uh, appear to be connected to them, which of course it is connected to them loosely. Uh, If I was the judge, I would say, okay, I tell you what, we can try this, this, and this uh, now. but when it comes to the RICO charges, you're going to have to show up in, in court for those, right? That's what I would do. I don't know what the judge is going to do. We'll see. Uh, Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis said she wants to keep the case together and hold one trial for all defendants on October 23rd. And if you think about it, there are witnesses to be called, and you can't keep calling witnesses back again and again and again to say the same thing again and again and again, which they'd have to do if uh, uh, co defendants aren't together. Uh, Trump and other co defendants oppose the speedy timeline and want to separate from the case to delay the start. Uh, yesterday, a federal appeals panel declined to issue a broad order blocking special counsel Blacksmith's team from accessing data from Pennsylvania Representative Scott Perry's cell phone that was seized by the FBI and sent the case back to a lower court for further litigation over what material investigators can examine. Uh, Federal investigators seized Perry's phone in August 2022 while investigating the efforts by former President Trump and his uh, Republican allies to overturn the 2020 election. Smith's team hasn't yet examined the material, which was set aside while Perry's legal challenges play out. Perry asked the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals to completely block the Justice Department from accessing his cell phone. The judges, however, sent the case back to a lower court to apply the correct standard and determine which of Perry's communications can be examined. Uh, Should be something juicy coming. I'm not sure what, but should be something. Uh, If you commit a crime, privilege should not be allowed. And of course, they always argue privilege. Uh, The full opinion from the appeals panel wasn't publicly released, so it's not clear what standard the judges want to see applied to Perry's texts. And how their new formula could benefit Perry or the prosecutors. So I don't know how it's going to be. Moving on to the gift that keeps on giving. Representative George Santos and his former campaign aide, both indicted by federal prosecutors, appeared to be in plea talks with the government according to court papers filed yesterday. Prosecutors in the Santos case asked the judge overseeing the case to delay a court hearing set for tomorrow because the parties have continued to discuss possible paths forward in the matter, adding the parties wish to have additional time to continue those discussions. Prosecutors in his case told the court that they and Meal needed to delay a hearing to accommodate ongoing discovery, review, and plea negotiations. And that negotiations concerning a potential resolution of this case without the need to go to trial are active and ongoing. It looks like it may be set for late October. Interesting time. Um... you know what i love being right sometimes i'm right most of the time i'm right and i'm way ahead of everybody else what did you and i say about alabama and gerrymandering did you see this yesterday i and and republicans trying to ignore the u.s supreme court remember that yesterday a federal court blocked a newly drawn alabama congressional map because it didn't create a second majority black district as the supreme court had ordered Earlier this year, I you saw it, it was like 43 percent black. That's not a major area, it was crazy. And the other one was like barely over 50 percent. Uh, um, there's supposed to be two. Uh, In a uh, unanimous decision from a three-judge panel, which had overseen the case before it reached the Supreme Court, the judges wrote that they were disturbed by Alabama's actions in the case. Mind you, two of these judges were appointed by Trump. That's how bad this was. They wrote, We are deeply troubled that the state enacted a map that the state readily admits does not provide the remedy we said federal law requires. As we said would happen, Alabama has challenged this decision. And, by the way, I told Adam Schiff in 2019 this would be happening. Way back when, I laid it out month by month by month. What would happen? And he didn't listen to me. His people ignored me. Uh, Alabama officials also asked the three judge court, to freeze its opinion in validating the congressional map, but said they will formally ask the Supreme Court for a stay tomorrow. And as we said would happen, three federal judges overseeing the Alabama case ordered a special master to submit three proposed maps that would create a second black majority district by September 25th. The panel wrote, that it was not aware of any other case in which a state legislature had responded to being ordered to draw a map with a second-majority-minority district by creating one that the state itself admitted didn't create the required district. They wrote, The law requires the creation of an additional district that affords black Alabamians like everyone Alabamians? Alabamians. Alabamians, I think. Um, uh, Like everyone else, a fair and reasonable opportunity to elect candidates of their choice plainly fails to do so. Moving on. Uh, Yesterday, to something almost identical. We're moving on. Yesterday, challengers to Georgia's voting district maps told a federal judge that the state is legally required to provide more political opportunities to black voters, which is the same argument in Alabama. Uh, and, And that's while the state suggested plaintiffs are trying to impose illegal racial gerrymanders of congressional and legislative districts. Sound familiar, right? Whitey don't like it when blacks get all uppity. Uh, Opening statements began in what's expected to be a two-week trial. If the challengers win, Democrats could gain one one of Georgia's 14 U.S. House seats, as well as multiple state Senate and state House seats. Uh, The case is part of a wave of litigation progressing after the U.S. Supreme Court earlier this year stood behind its interpretation of the Voting Rights Act, rejecting Alabama's challenge to the law. Do you remember... After the Alabama case, I suggested there would be multiple cases in multiple states after the Alabama decision, and that Democrats could gain 20 or more seats in all of them. It's going on in New York. It's going on in Ohio. It's going on all over the place. Uh, Section 2 of federal law says voting district lines can't result in discrimination against minority voters who must be given a chance to elect candidates of their choosing. You notice it doesn't say. It doesn't. Say. It, it it says it in the negative, right? Uh, section two of the federal law says voting districts uh, lines can't result in discrimination against minority uh, voters. It said it says it can't result in that. It doesn't say it can't discriminate against that. It says it can't result in discrimination. Meaning, no matter what reason they use to draw the lines, if it results in discrimination, in other words, if they say they're they're uh, doing it um, to get uh, uh, for, for for to get Republicans more seats, which is not illegal, if it results in discrimination, it doesn't matter that they're doing it to give Republicans more seats. So they must be given a chance to elect candidates of their own choosing. U.S. Di- District Judge Steve Jones is hearing the Georgia case without a jury. Jones preliminarily, uh, pre- preliminarily uh, ruled in 2022 that some parts of the Georgia's redistricting plans, you try and say it, uh, uh, redistricting plans probably violate federal law, but the trial is needed to flesh out facts for a verdict. Jones could order Georgia's GOP-controlled General Assembly to redraw districts to comply with the law, just like what happened in Alabama. Lawyers for the plaintiffs said that white voters continue to vote against candidates preferred by black voters, proving the Voting Rights Act remedy of drawing black majority districts is still needed. But Brian Tyson, defending the state's map, argued that Georgia has a very different set of facts than Alabama, which prompted the recent court ruling. Tyson pointed to the election of Democrats John Alsoff and Raphael Warnock to the Senate as well as President Joe Biden's success in carrying Georgia's 16 electoral votes in 2020 as proof that candidates favored the black voters can win. But that's a ridiculous argument because you can't gerrymander out part of the state you can only gerrymander out people within the state, right? In other words, everybody in the state voted for Biden uh, and the two senators. But each congressman gets, uh, and each uh, um, uh, state representative gets voted on by districts that can be gerrymandered. And it's such a stupid argument. And in fact, the election of the two state senators prove that more black citizens should have had a better chance to elect a leader they wanted at the state level and at the congressional level. Abba Khanna, another lawyer for the plaintiffs, said the state seems to believe that if they just wish it hard enough, the Supreme Court will change the law, will move the goalposts, will even free the state of Georgia of its Section 2 obligations, which is, of course, extremely true. Yes, I know true is a definitive word. I'm just making a point. It's extremely true. I know. that's You can't say extremely true. It's either true or not. So what is Justice Alito up to? We may find out. Yesterday, Democratic uh, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse filed an ethics complaint against Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito Uh, accusing the right-wing judge of improperly interfering with congressional efforts to reform the scandal-plagued High Court. The complaint points to Alito's comments in a recent Wall Street Journal interview conducted in part by David Rifkin, an attorney for Notorious Federalist Society, co-chair Leonard Leo. If you remember that name, we have spoken about him a few times. Rifkin is also representing the plaintiffs in the case that could preemptively ban lawmakers from enacting a wealth tax. Rifkin and Toronto follow their uh, brief summary of the legislation with a quote from Alito, who said, No provision in the Constitution gives Congress the authority to regulate the Supreme Court, period. Which is, of course, untrue. Article 3 says that Congress establishes the court. Congress has the express constitutional power to regulate the jurisdiction of the court as conferred by Article 3, Section 2, Clause 2, which sets a default rule governing the cases the court can hear. It clearly states at the end of the clause... With such exceptions and under such regulation as the Congress shall make. Regulations as the Congress shall make. It's very clear. White House argued in the new ethics complaint that Alito's decision to opine publicly on the constitutionality of that bill uh, may well embolden legal challenges to the bill should it become law. And that is what he did, opined. Though it was an opinion based on a lie, the complaint states Justice Alito opining will also fuel obstruction of our Senate investigations into these matters to inform its work on my bill and other judicial ethics legislation and oversee the performance of the statutory judicial conference in this arena the Senate Judiciary Committee is investigating multiple reports that Supreme Court justices have accepted and failed to disclose lavish gifts from billionaire benefactors. Separately, the Senate Finance Committee's investigation of the federal tax considerations surrounding the billionaire's undisclosed gifts to Supreme Court justices. Both committees' inquiries have been stymied by individual Individuals asserting that Congress has no constitutional authority to legislate in this area. Hence, no authority to investigate. Justice Alito's public comments prop up these theories. That's the only reason he said it, so he could defend himself from the crimes he's committed. Alito's comment about Congress' supposed powerlessness to regulate the high court prompted outrage and rebuttals. New York Times columnist Jamil Boole called it a categorical statement of judicial supremacy that also stands as a glimpse into the arrogance of one justice on a court that falsely sees itself as the only and final authority on what the Constitution means. White, House, com- White House's complaint emphasizes that Alito uh, Alito's comment was made to an individual who was representing Federalist Society co-chair Leonard Leo, a key architect of the right-wing takeover of the Supreme Court, as the Senate investigates him over actions to facilitate gifts of free transportation and lodging that Justice Alito accepted from Paul Singer and Robin Arkley II in 2008. Remember the report. But Leo helped organize the undisclosed luxury fishing vacation that Alito took with Singer, a billionaire hedge fund tycoon who later had business before the Supreme Court. Singer also had financial ties to supporters of legal challenges filed against President Joe Biden's initial student uh, debt cancellation plans, which Alito and the rest of the high court's conservative supermajority struck down in June. This is really bad. A uh, White House's uh, complaint states the timing of Justice Alito's opining suggests that he intervened to give his friend and political ally, Leo. he's speaking about Leo, support in his effort to block congressional inquiries. The complaint also points to the unpleasant fact that Alito's opining apparently at the behest of his friend and ally's lawyer, props up an argument being used to block inquiry into undisclosed gifts and travel received by Justice Alito. The complaint reads, in the worst case, facts may reveal Justice Alito was involved in an organized campaign to block congressional action with regard to a matter in which he has a personal stake. In other words, Justice Alito is a criminal, along with uh, you know what? We can list three of them at least. The Capitol's attending physician, Brian Monaghan, said in a new letter that there is no evidence Senate GOP leader Mitch McConnell has a seizure disorder. Listen carefully to that statement. We'll go over it again in a second. Or that he experienced a stroke or movement disorder such as Parkinson's disease. I I truly believe McConnell is having seizures. That's what I think is happening. He had a concussion at his age and that can cause seizures plus it increases the risk of getting epilepsy. A peer reviewed article that I read this morning by Eva uh, Hvingelby H-V-I-N-G-E-L-B-Y NP, PhD nurse practitioner and PhD With an expertise in traumatic injury, wrote about 10% of the people who experience a traumatic brain injury that's severe enough for them to be hospitalized will end up having seizures. He was hospitalized from his uh, concussion. most of the t- uh, she goes on, most of the time it happens within the first few days or weeks after the accident. However, for a smaller percentage of the head injury population, seizures can start months or years later. The symptoms of becoming unresponsive with jerking, uncontrolled movements may indicate a lifelong challenge with a seizure disorder. That did not apply, however. And that anytime there are repeated seizures, the person is considered to be epileptic. About half of the individuals with epilepsy as a result of traumatic brain injury continue to have seizures for the rest of their lives. She explained, some signs of a seizure include, listen carefully to what I'm about to tell you, staring out into space and not responding to voice or touch, which happened to McConnell both times, headache, sudden fatigue, or dizziness, which McConnell himself reported that he had fatigue and dizziness, and I believe the doctor said he had a headache, as well as an inability to speak or understand others, which definitely happened to him. Also, there may be, after the seizure, it may take a while to wake up, realize you had a seizure, and become aware of your environment, which also seemed to have happened. He wasn't aware of anything around him during the seizure, Monahan said that he consulted with McConnell's neurologist and conducted several evaluations, including brain MRI imaging and a test that measures electrical imaging in the brain. But that would not show a seizure unless it was happening at the time. Someone could have a seizure, then have a normal EEG, and have a seizure later. But the doctor used a very political statement when he cleared McConnell. He said, and I'm gonna say it again. You ready for this? He said, there is no evidence Senate GOP leader Mitch McConnell has a seizure disorder. Well, duh. If the tests wouldn't show it, the tests that you did wouldn't show it unless he was currently having a seizure, of course there is no evidence. But that doesn't seem to be true. There's evidence. You just are ignoring it on. Uh, We're having another heat wave. An estimated 186 million Americans, more than half of the population, saw above average temperatures yesterday. Extreme heat is causing a rash of school closings and early dismissals this week across the Midwest and northeastern United States as a late season heat wave could push temperatures into record-setting territory over the next several days. I remember high school. I remember junior high. I remember grade school. They didn't have air conditioning, right? Schools don't, they have heaters because they go on during winter. They usually not a need for air conditioning, but suddenly there is even in winter or, you know, it's, it's uh, uh, summer is technically over. Well, not technically, summer is uh, uh, over according to the calendar Uh, and fall should start. When does fall start? Uh, October, I guess. I don't know. Anyway. Um, more than 50 million people are under heat alerts from Texas to Oklahoma, north and Minnesota and Michigan and the Mid- mid-Atlantic states, such as Virginia and Maryland through the Northeast. Forecasts in some areas show temperatures soaring 15 to 25 degrees Fahrenheit above average. Several school districts in New Jersey announced half-day schedules this week. In Michigan, on uh, yesterday... Uh, public schools in Detroit and Pontiac are dismissing students early, and some public schools in uh, the Southfield are in Southfield are closing altogether. Similar disruptions are occurring in schools in parts of Ohio and Maryland. High temperatures yesterday ranged from 97 degrees. These are all Fahrenheit: 97 in Kansas City, 93 in Minneapolis, 91 in Chicago, 92 in uh, St. Louis. Farther south, temperatures soared to 102 in Dallas, 100 degrees in Raleigh rally um 90 degrees in new orleans cities across the northeast are similarly similarly uh sizzling with uh highs uh, uh yesterday of 91 in new york 94 in philadelphia 99 in washington dc nearly 30 heat records were set across the country on labor day and forecasters said dozens more could fall in the c- coming days but don't worry please don't worry Republicans keep telling me global warming doesn't exist. Uh, As heat waves continue to take parts of the world, to bake parts of the world, scientists are reporting that this blistering, deadly summer was the hottest on record and by a significant margin. Of course, that means it was likely the hottest summer for 120,000 years. And if you look at the trend, if you looked at the little dots on the graph chart, we aren't going down in temperature. It's going to get worse. Australia this winter, summer for them, should be interesting. I'm expecting temperatures in the hundreds for weeks on end, maybe 90s for most of the summer, plus non-stop forest fires. But don't worry. Please don't worry. Republicans keep telling me global warming doesn't exist. Okay. I had to report something. I, you know, I'm originally from uh, Prince George's County, Maryland, uh, where uh, where early on I was convinced that all cops are criminals, 100%. As I've always said, I, I'm not shy about saying it. This is how I see it, but an investigation will determine what actually happened. This is what I think. A PG County cop busted a woman for something. He said he could make it go away. So, so far, that is all conjecture. Then the cop drove to a park and the woman followed him. There is a video from here on out. A video appears to show an officer embracing a woman before getting into the back of his police cruiser with her in the park. Uh, The guy who recorded it said, as soon as I started recording, a car pulled up and a young lady came out. He recorded the two appearing to embrace and kiss and then get into the back of the officer's squad car. He said, we couldn't believe what we were seeing. And what really made us go, wow, this is crazy, is when the car started rocking a little bit to the left and the right. When the car is rocking, don't come and knocking. <laughs> That's when we were like, this is crazy. In broad daylight with kids around. After about 35 to 40 minutes, the officer and the woman quickly drove away in different directions. Uh, Prince Prince George's County Police released a statement on formerly known as Twitter saying, they were aware of the video and investigating to determine the circumstances. They did not release the name of the officer or the woman. Well, the the woman could be a victim, you know. Ah, I can take care of this traffic ticket for you. If you can just help me out with something. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, PG County cops, criminals, all criminals. I'll, I'll, I'll just say that as far as I know. Anyway, that's it. A little long today. Sorry. Uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. Tuesday, September 5th, 2023. Is that right? No, it's Wednesday, September six, two 2023 I really appreciate you Bring someone with you today or tomorrow PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast That's what you Google to find me I'll show up right at the top of the search uh, Tweet or X to me uh, questions, insights Or come fight with me At Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S On formerly known as Twitter Um, And remember Always remember Government profit is measured By the betterment of the people Don't you ever forget that I'm Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles.